This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the internet at www.ri.ro, Channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn, Radio Romania International 1, and in Europe via satellite Utilsat 16A on 11,512 MHz, vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east. We wish you good reception conditions. Welcome, I'm Mihaela Ignatescu with the news, the headlines. Another 30 Romanian citizens have been evacuated from Gaza and got home safe on board a military plane. On the last day of his visit to the United States, Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu met with the UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez and the President of the World Jewish Congress, Ronald Lauder. And Romania's national handball team plays against Germany tonight in the main Group 3 of the World Championship. Another 30 Romanian citizens have been evacuated from the Gaza Strip and brought back home on board a military plane, the Romanian Ministry of Foreign Affairs has announced. Four citizens from the neighboring Republic of Moldova were also brought to Romania. Until now, 279 people with Romanian citizenship and members of their families with another citizenship have been evacuated from Gaza. Romanian diplomacy continues the dialogue with the Israeli and Egyptian authorities for the evacuation of Romanian citizens who wish to do so, depending on the developments on the ground and the agreement of the parties involved. On the last day of the four days of his visit to the United States, Romanian Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu had meetings on Wednesday with the President of the World Jewish Congress, Ronald Lauder, and with representatives of the American Jewish Joint Distribution Committee. On this occasion, the Romanian Prime Minister stated that preventing and combating anti-Semitism was among the priorities of the Romanian government and that a new national strategy on this topic for 2024-2027 was being developed at the level of the Prime Minister's office. Marcel Ciolaco reaffirmed his solidarity with the Israeli people and condemned the violence committed by Hamas, which has consequences on Israeli and Palestinian civilians alike, but also on some citizens of other countries. Also on Wednesday, Prime Minister Marcel Ciolacu had meetings with Antonio Gutierrez, the Secretary-General of the United Nations, and with Denis Francis, the President of the General Assembly of this forum. The need to strengthen the international order based on norms, with the United Nations in a central role, the consequences of Russia's military aggression in Ukraine, global food security and the conflict in Gaza were the main topics of the discussions. The former Romanian Liberal Prime Minister Florin Cîțu was placed under criminal investigation by the National Anti-Corruption Directorate for complicity in a case of abuse of office concerning the purchase of vaccines during the COVID-19 pandemic. The prosecutors claimed that far too many doses were ordered, the damaged cost of the Romanian state being estimated at over 1 billion euros. Currently a senator whose parliamentary immunity has been lifted, Kutsu claims that he fulfilled his duties in compliance with the legislation in force. 
The vaccine case also concerns the former Save Romania Union Ministers of Health, Vlad Voiculescu and Juana Mihaila, who will appear before the prosecutors in the following days. About 70% of Romanians believe that the country has benefited from the fact that it is a member of the European Union, and 60% believe that their lives are directly influenced by the actions of the EU institutions. It is the result of the latest Eurobarometer conducted at the request of the European Parliament. The study also shows that Romanians are better informed than other Europeans when it comes to the date of the European Parliament elections. In our sports, Romania's national women's handball team is playing tonight against Germany in main group three of the World Championship. In this group, the Romanian players will also take on Poland and Japan. In order to reach the quarters of the World Championship and implicitly the pre-Olympic tournament, the Romanian national team must rank first or second in the main group three. We recall that previously the Romanian team defeated Chile 44-19 and Serbia 37-28. They were, however, defeated by Denmark with a score 23-39. And that was the news. Now for a brief announcement about Radio Romania International's annual survey of its listeners and internet and social media users to find out the 2023 Personality of the Year. And this has been no easy year, with Russia's war in Ukraine continuing, energy prices rocketing, many parts of the world suffering food shortages, and, not least, with the global warming, causing what was probably the hottest year on record. On top of all this, came the conflict between Israel and Hamas in the Gaza Strip. In this difficult year, which international public figure, in your opinion, has had the strongest positive impact on the world and why? Radio Romania International will designate its Personality of the Year based on your nominations, which you can submit together with a short justification by posting directly on our website in a comment to this article at www.rri.ro, by email at engl at rri.ro, on our Facebook page, on Instagram, WhatsApp at 0040-744-312-650, text or audio, or by fax at 0040-21319-0562. We will announce the Radio Romania International Personality of the Year on air and online on Monday, the 1st of January 2024. We are looking forward to receiving your nominations, so please get in touch. The Romanian political scene continues to be shaken by the scandal of the vaccine purchased during the pandemic. I'm Lacrimera Simeon with details in this commentary by Bogdan Matei. Florin Vasile Cuțu is not exactly an ordinary politician. Born on April 1, 1972, he graduated from Grinnell College in Iowa, United States, at the age of 24. Also in Iowa, caught driving under the influence, Kutsu was sentenced to two days in prison and had to pay a fine of $1,000. In the U.S., he was also sued for failing to pay a debt of about $6,700 to the Maryland National Bank. For a while, Florin Kutsu held the position of economist at the National Bank of New Zealand, after which he repatriated and entered the Romanian banking system. 
He was fired, worked for a while as an analyst and financial consultant, after which he entered politics, and since 2016, he has been a National Liberal Party senator, now in his second mandate. With the evident support of President Klaus Johannes, he became a party leader, and for less than a year he was prime minister, leading the governing coalition made up of the National Liberal Party, Save Romania Union, and the Democratic Union of Ethnic Hungarians in Romania. Later, he allegedly fell into the president's disfavor. He quarreled with the Save Romania Union members. His government was dismissed by a motion of no confidence, and his liberal colleagues removed him from the party leadership. And as of Wednesday, Florin Vasile Kutsu was also put under criminal investigation by the National Anti-Corruption Directorate for being accessory to abuse of office in the case of the purchase of COVID-19 vaccines during the pandemic. In the same file, the former Save Romania Union Ministers of Health, Vlad Voiculescu and Ioana Mihaila, as well as the Secretary of State in the Ministry of Health, Adrian Baciu, from the National Liberal Party, are also accused of abuse of office. According to the prosecutors, Kutsu and his former subordinates would have approved the purchase of a much larger number of vaccine doses than were needed in Romania and would have created a damage of 1 billion euros. What I can tell you is that I exercised my duties as Prime Minister in compliance with the legislation in force. I trust the justice system and I believe that the truth will come out during this investigation, the former Prime Minister told journalists. The current Health Minister, Social Democrat Alexandru Drafila, stated that Romania ordered a total of approximately 80 million doses of the available COVID-19 vaccines of which 35 million were supplied. The Romanian state, Rafila added, paid a total of 2.5 billion lei, the equivalent of 500 million euros, for the vaccines it received. The press considers the sums huge and the amounts of vaccine disproportionate for a population of less than 20 million that is very reluctant to vaccination. Most Romanians believe their country benefited from EU membership and that their lives are directly influenced by community institutions. More details in this report by Daniela Budu. Seven in ten Romanians believe EU membership has a positive effect, while six in ten Romanians say community institutions directly impact their lives. This is one of the results of the latest Eurobarometer survey conducted by the European Parliament. New job opportunities, higher living standards and EU efforts to keep the peace are some of the benefits participants outlined. According to the survey, 75% of interviewees would vote if European Parliament elections were held next week, one of the highest percentages at EU level. European citizens' interest in this election has gone up lately, and could be a sign the European Parliament enjoys citizens' trust. European Parliament President Roberta Metsola has argued, Throughout these past five years, we have listened, and the European Parliament has delivered. We are fighting against poverty, social exclusion and climate change, to create jobs and to defend EU values such as democracy, human rights and the freedom of speech, the European official said.
According to the Eurobarometer, over half of Romanians see EU membership as a positive element. Despite a slightly lower confidence rate compared to the EU average, Romanians know when the upcoming European Parliament election will take place, which is over June the 6th and the 9th, 2024. In Romania, voter turnout for the European Parliament election of 2019 was a little over half of eligible voters. An INSCOP survey also shows that most Romanians support Romania's EU and NATO membership. A quarter, however, believe Romania should leave the EU, and a fifth say it should leave NATO. As regards the two ongoing wars, over 35% of Romanians claim Hamas is responsible for the conflict in Gaza, where nearly half believe Russia is the main culprit in the war in Ukraine. Analysts say this speaks to a decreasing number of people who blame Russia for the war in Ukraine, also showing a balance in terms of people who believe either Ukraine or Russia will emerge as a victor. It should also be said that nearly a third of participants believe deploying more NATO and US troops to Romania would anger the Russian Federation, while 57% of Romanians say this is a good thing. An equal percentage of Romanian citizens regard Russia as a threat to Bucharest. According to the INSCOP survey, only one in two Romanians would defend their country in case war broke out, a clear divide at society level. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Focus on Romania. Welcome to Song of the Day. I invite you to listen to Andra with her hit entitled Immortals. Sigur nu o să-mi fie frică Dacă ești ultima clipă Spune-mi că o să fie bine Ține-mă la piept din nou Nemuritor
Traveler's Guide Hello and welcome to our travel feature, I am Karin Kotsoyu. A historical province located in the north of Romania, Bukovina is one of the most fascinating holiday destinations in the country. Cultural tourism, active tourism, spa tourism, an irresistible gastronomic offer, and last but not least, the hospitality of its inhabitants are the main arguments in favor of a trip or a vacation in Bukovina. Laura Ursu from the Suchava National Tourist Information and Promotion Center within Suchava County Council says that Bukovina is a nationally and internationally known destination, especially due to its eight monasteries and churches included in the UNESCO World Heritage. But the reasons for tourists choosing a holiday in Bukovina are many more. Cei care vin la noi în județ sunt tentați și de natură, pentru că avem cadrul natural de excepție, zona montană... The people who come to us in the county are also tempted by nature, because we have an exceptional natural setting. The mountainous area dominates in our county. We have a lot of tourist attractions in terms of cultural tourism, museums, including an open-air museum, in the city of Suchava, we have the Bukovina Village Museum, which presents the traditions and customs of the area, in such a way that if the tourist does not have time to visit the region in more detail, they can only see in the municipality what is offered here in terms of traditions and customs. Those who come to us to this area are both individual tourists and tourists who come in groups, and it is also a very attractive destination for families who also have a large number of children. The Suchava National Tourist Information and Promotion Center makes available to tourists every year a catalog presenting the traditions and customs that take place throughout the county. There are festivals of traditions and customs that are organized in the county, in cities, and in the countryside. There are carols concerts. There are Christmas fairs. We also have traditional craftsmen who promote the crafts they practice. A craftsman, for example, transformed a traditional house into a space where he actually creates memories. He set up various corners where tourists, dressed in folk costumes, are photographed. They are photographed both individually and in groups, whatever they want. There are also various souvenirs that can be purchased here. The offer is very attractive. During the summer, for example, more than 300 families cross their threshold just for photos, not just for souvenirs. 
of the Christmas fairs that are organized in various places in the county, folk craftsmen participate, who create especially products specific to the winter holidays, traditional masks, wooden products, sculptures, miniature houses and churches, various household items, which also, some of them, have a decorative role, but some also have a practical role. Those who come to us in the area say that the atmosphere, the spirit of the place, attracts and impresses them the moment they step in the county. Perhaps one of the most emblematic places where you can spend your winter holidays in Bukovina is Vatra Dorne. This resort, located at an altitude of 800 meters, is known among lovers of mountain sports, but also among those who want to spend a vacation in an oasis of peace. It is the perfect destination for an active holiday, but also for a foray into the world of old traditions, says the vice mayor, Marius Rupan. Vatradorne was and is becoming again the winter sports resort because the ice rink in the municipal park has just opened. There is also intensive work on the ski slopes in Vatradorne, but I have to announce you that we are already at the 12th edition of the World Cup stage for sledding on a natural slope. I know that in terms of winter sports in Romania, there are only two places. One is near Brasov, and the other one is Vatradorne. I don't know how many people know, but we invite all winter sports lovers to come and spend an active vacation at Vatradorne, but also to watch a winter sports competition at the highest level. Also here in Vatradorne, we have on December the 29th a festival dedicated to traditions and winter customs in which the lowest attendance of those who participated was 600 people. I mean, those who come and show off their winter traditions and customs, like dancers, carolers, well-wishers, and mask wearers. You can admire the customs of most areas of the county. Over time, we also had guests from the Ukraine because they also have traditions similar to ours. All of them could be seen at Vatadorne as part of the festival. You have been listening to Traveler's Guide. Working in Romania Welcome, I am your host, La Camera Simeon. The number of foreign workers who can be brought to Romania in 2024 increases from 100,000 to 140,000, according to a draft decision put up for public debate by the Labour Ministry. The General Inspectorate for Immigration shows that until October 9th, more than 80,000 new employment permits were issued for workers from other states. In 2022, their number was almost 109,000, and in 2021, around 50,000. The institution specifies that on September 30th, 
The number of foreigners with a residence permit for the purpose of employment, secondment or dependent activities located on the territory of Romania exceeded 72,000. According to data provided by the National Employment Agency, between January and August 2023, the total number of vacant jobs in Romania was approximately 506,000. The main fields of activity in which, in the mentioned period, a significant number of available jobs were registered were construction of residential and non-residential buildings, over 64,000, restaurants, over 28,500, postal and courier activities, almost 27,000, contracting staff on temporary basis, about 26,000, protection and guard, over 17,500, Road freight transportation, over 17,000. Labor placement, about 13,000. Food beverage and tobacco retail, almost 12,000. Automotive industry, almost 9,000. And confectionery and bakery, over 8,500. In 2022, the number of new employment contracts registered by Romanian employers for citizens of countries outside the EU was over 96,000 and in 2021 around 54,000. The Labour Ministry shows that if the number of applications for the issuance of employment permits is greater than the quota of foreign workers newly admitted to the labour market in Romania, the Romanian government can increase the quota of foreign workers based on a supporting memorandum. In 2019, the number of foreign workers newly admitted to the labour market in Romania was increased to 30,000 from 20,000, as had been established in the previous year. In the years dominated by the restrictive measures imposed by the COVID-19 pandemic, this number did not change. More than 65,000 jobs are currently available in Romania, the National Employment Agency informs. Most jobs, over 4,600, are for security guards, followed by those for goods handlers, over 4,200, and for commercial workers, around 3,000. 2,800 jobs are for unskilled workers in the assembly of parts and manual packaging domain, about 2,700 for unskilled workers in the demolition of buildings, masonry, mosaic, tiles and parquet fitting and installation, almost 1,900 for couriers, about 1,500 for unskilled workers for breaking and cutting construction materials, over 1,300 for unskilled workers in the clothing industry, and over 1,000 for cooks and cleaning staff. And that's all for Working in Romania. Next in this program, sports. Welcome to Sports Flash. I am Vlad Paluku. The European Short Course Swimming Championships are underway in Otopeń, near Bucharest. Representing Romania are 21 athletes, 7 girls and 14 boys. On Wednesday, Romania finished 6th, the 4x50-meter mixed men's relay race. Individual finals are held this weekend, where Romania has real chances at winning medals. At the previous edition held in Kazan, Russia, David Popovich won gold in the 200-meter freestyle event, while Robert Glinza won silver in the 100-meter backstroke race and bronze in the 50-meter backstroke race. 
In news from volley, CSM Lugos and CSO Voluntar have secured qualification to the Challenge Cup quarterfinals. The second leg of the round of 16, CSM Lugos won 3-0 at home against Tent Obrenovac. Last year's finalists had also won the first leg 3-0. CSO Voluntar in turn ousted another team from Serbia, ZOK UB, winning 3-0 on Wednesday at home and 3-1 in the first leg. CSM Bucharest failed to qualify after being knocked out on Tuesday by Panathinaikos Athens. In women's basketball, Shepsisvantu Gheorghe lost dramatically at home to Casademont Saragossa 69-68 on Wednesday, in a match counting towards the EuroLeague Group A. The Romanian champions were close to securing their second victory in the most important interclub competition, but lost in the last seconds of the game. Shepsi will next take on Beretta Familaschio of Italy on December 13th, away from home. In the men's FIBA Europe Cup, CSM-CSU Orada won 82-77 against Leiden of the Netherlands in the first Group N fixture. In the other match, Niners Schemnitz of Germany won 109-85 against Italium Varese of Italy. Orada will next play Niners Schemnitz of Germany on December 13th. Romanian Cup matches were played on Tuesday and Wednesday, Universitatea Craiova and FC Voluntari securing qualification to the quarterfinals after ranking first and second in Group D. Universitatea Cluj and CFA Cluj also secured qualification after ranking first and second respectively in Group B. Matches in Group A and C are scheduled for Thursday. And this has been all in Sports Flash. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to our traditional feature, Music of Romania. I'm your host, Elena Enake. Today I invite you to listen to songs performed by the late vocalist Nicolae Sabo from the region of Maramures. We start with a song about the beauty of the traditional costume. Și straița, când e de la dați, mă. 
next invite you to listen to another folk tune performed by Nicolae Sabo, which is entitled The Fountain. Music of Romania continues with a folk dance song performed by Nicolae Sabo. Hai da ri da, hai da ri da da. 
The next song that I invite you to listen to is a love song performed by Nicolae Sabo. We end music of Romania today with another dance song performed by Nicolae Sabo. După 
джок морошенец, цурай цурай цура, узку машима топкеск, цурай цурай цура, тупа джокши инвертита, цурай цурай цура, узку макао ратита, цурай цурай цура, оп 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 Genuști a juca, țurai, țurai și țura Vie la noi și-a învățat, țurai, țurai și țura Și să uite de la mine, țurai, țurai și țura Că eu joc am umni bine, țurai, țurai și țura Hop, 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 hop Și la sapă și la fân, țurai, țurai și țura Eu la lucru în primul rând, țurai, țurai și țura Iar la joc precum la clacă, țurai, țurai și țura Nu văd om ca să mă întreacă, țurai, țurai și țura Hop, 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 hop Living Romania Coming up next on Radio Romania International In the Spotlight Welcome everyone, I am Vlad Palgu. Last week's event in the spotlight was the UN Climate Change Conference hosted by Dubai in the United Arab Emirates. On this occasion, world leaders called for increased and rapid global action to keep the global temperature rise within 1.5 degrees. On the sidelines of the conference, heads of state and government highlighted opportunities that ambitious climate action brings for the planet, the global economy and the people, and the importance of ensuring a just transition towards sustainable climate-resilient and climate-neutral economies and societies that leave no one behind. Representing Romania was President Klaus Johannes, who said our country has one of the lowest carbon gas emissions per capita at EU level and is firmly committed to accelerating measures to curb the effects of climate change through a mix of renewable and nuclear energy. Romania seeks to reduce its carbon footprint by 80% by 2030 and then move swiftly to become climate neutral, the president added. On the sidelines of the climate summit, Romania joined the International Solar Alliance, a coalition of countries committed to promoting solar energy. Our country aims to install 8 gigawatt of solar capacity by 2030, which would represent 24% of its final gross electricity consumption from renewable sources. Here is President Klaus Johannes addressing a joint press briefing. I'm very glad that Romania joins the International Solar Alliance today. This shows Romania's firm commitment to become a carbon neutral country, also by using renewable sources of energy. This important decision will increase the energy security of our country. I also want to express my appreciation towards the other International Solar Alliance steering group member countries, Australia, the UK, and the United States of America. I'm sure that by joining the International Solar Alliance, Romania will have a broader and deeper cooperation with India too, the host of the Alliance's Secretariat, as well as with other countries interested in accelerating climate change mitigation. Romania aims to scale up its solar energy capacity 
and enhance national access to solar power at affordable prices. For this, we also need to cooperate at global level through alliances like this one on solar finance, technology development and capacity building. The accession to this alliance will support Romania in implementing its ambitious solar energy targets included in the National Energy and Climate Plan. By 2030, Romania aims to have installed more than 8 gigawatts of solar energy capacity, representing 24% of the gross final renewable electricity consumption. The commitment of Romania to increase its installed solar energy capacity is fully aligned with the EU solar energy strategy and will help deliver on the Paris Agreement. A greater climate ambition also translates into more opportunities for our economy and for our citizens. Romania plans to contribute to the global value chain of solar energy and to enhance its competitiveness in this industry by leveraging Romania's current manufacturing capabilities in related products. Romania's citizens are open and supportive towards new electricity generating technologies. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Intern Energy Minister Sebastian Burduja outlined the main energy projects designed to boost Romania's energy supply capacity, which are to be implemented in both the public and private sectors. Indeed, Romania has the largest solar potential in Southeast Europe. Study after study proves that we could exploit up to 18, maybe 20 gigawatts of solar power. And the entire sector has seen a tremendous growth in recent years. In fact, we have European funds allocated to developing solar energy. We have over 460 million euros under the Recovery and Resilience Facility, and we were meant to build 950 megawatts. With the same budget, it looks like we will build 2,000 megawatts, meaning that the private sector has responded, and with a little bit of help from government, from grants, they've come in and we will uh, accelerate vastly. We have 1.5 billion euros under the Modernization Fund. It's another source of grant funding. And of course, we have under preparation in the final phase, the contracts for difference. It's a financing scheme, a state aid scheme that will build an additional 3,000 megawatts by 2025. So a lot of hope and Mr. Director General, Less than a month ago in the ministry, we announced a campaign, a nationwide campaign called uh, Energy for Life, Let's Turn on the Light. It targets over 50,000 households that have never had electricity. And we hope to rile up the private sector, civil society in a nationwide campaign to make sure that no child has to study by the candlelight in Romania. Once again, I want to thank everybody who contributed to this. And uh, I do want to reference Helen Keller. I think she said that uh, if you keep looking at the sun, you will never see the shade. So today's event truly is looking at the sun. There are no shades upon it, and we have a lot of work to do together. The Director General of the International Solar Alliance, Dr. A.J. Mather, outlined the specific areas where Romania can benefit from the guidelines and best practices used at the level of the ISA, 
highlighting business models and training programs in particular as two of the most promising vistas for cooperation. When I look at Romania, very clearly we are looking at addition of solar, both for providing electricity to those who never had it, and to replace electricity supplies to those who are getting it particularly in urban centers. We will work with you, for example, to create requirements for round-the-clock electricity. Solar makes sense, wind makes sense, storage makes sense, hydroelectricity makes sense. Though as the president very correctly pointed out, there are times of the year when hydro is not available because of the cold temperatures and the freezing that happens. We will work with you on the kinds of requests for proposals that can happen. We will similarly work with you on providing electricity to those who have never had it. We now, and a few months ago, we published an assessment of the fact that solar plus batteries at a very small level, up to two megawatts, is cost more cost effective than extending the grid, especially if the grid has to be extended over terrain that is difficult to extend or on flat terrain for more than 10 kilometers. We believe that solar mini-grids provide the best, the most cost-effective way of enabling provision of electricity. One of the key challenges in all of this is business models. And as you very rightly said, capacity building becomes a key. We will work with you on that. We are working in several countries across the world on capacity building. My colleague Oni, who is here, has been spearheading regulatory training programs. We would love to see how we can work with you on these programs, hosting them in Romania for countries, from, for third countries as well. And finally, we look forward to work with you on the basis of seeing what needs to be done. My colleague Hugo Morales would be the key person who will be working with you on all kinds of associations that we will need for solar to take off in your country. That was Dr. A.J. Mather wrapping up today's In the Spotlight. I am Vlad Palku. See you next time. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. Simply Folk. Welcome to Simply Folk with me, Eugen Nasta. You're invited to listen to an evergreen of Romanian fiddler's music, Sharei Man, performed by the queen of the fiddler's music, Romica Puceanu.
Eter bătei, neică bătei, dragostile mele toate, dragostile mele toate, șarai mane și șarai man. Eter bătei, neică bătei, dragostile mele toate, dragostile mele toate, șarai mane și șarai man. Nu cred că ai putea dormi nici pe alta ai iubi. With that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next programme for Western Europe at 1800 hours UTC on 11630 kHz in the DRM system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programmes tomorrow at 1200 hours UTC on 21470 kHz. We can also be heard on the internet at www.rri.o channel 1. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at rri.o. Goodbye. <laughs>